Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today I'm going to talk about my favorite subject to teach, language arts. I've always been much more of a word person than a numbers person. Now that doesn't mean that all my kids liked words better than numbers. I'd say three out of the six did. But it has always been my favorite and I've tried to bring my own enthusiasm to my kids over the years. This means I've tried a lot of different curricula. So today I want to share with you my top four or five resources. Remember, language arts is a very broad category and can be kind of overwhelming since it involves so many different categories. Things like reading great literature and writing paragraphs and various types of essays. I'm not going to focus on those general categories today. I'll save that for a later podcast. But today, more on the nuts and bolts of language arts. The tools you need to focus on so your kids will be able to read great literature and write well. Today, I'll cover three of those basic tools. Grammar, vocabulary, and comprehension. All three critical for reading and writing with understanding. So the first tool in the nuts and bolts of language arts is grammar. My hands-down favorite curricula for grammar is the Abeka series called God's Gift of Language, which starts in the primary grades and goes all the way through high school. These write-in workbooks are solid, thorough, and repetitious. I'd say they're similar to the Saxon math program as far as how comprehensive they are. If anything, they're so repetitious that you might want to cut down on the amount of work if your child has mastered a concept. Maybe only do every other problem in the exercises. The books focus on the many rules of punctuation, capitalization. Um, Lots of time is devoted to the eight parts of speech and how to use them properly. Your child will be learning how to write and diagram sentences and so on. I use these books year after year with all my kids because they were so complete and they really prepared them well, not only for yearly SAT type of tests, but also for their everyday writing needs and eventually their college papers. Just an aside, ironically, the one drawback, in my opinion, to these books are the sections devoted to writing essays which we found to be dry and unhelpful. So we ended up just skipping them and using other programs. One other series I want to mention for grammar is called The Great Editing Adventure, appropriate for grades, I'd say, three to eight. These writing workbooks are fun. They have quick pages with a sentence or two containing several grammatical errors. 
The challenge is to find the mistakes by carefully proofreading the sentences, paying attention to detail. It's kind of like a treasure hunt. It's a great way to reinforce all those grammar rules and at the same time teach your child the importance of double-checking his work. We use these books during the summer months just as a quick review. Each page shouldn't take more than 10 or 15 minutes. On to the second tool, vocabulary. There's no question that vocabulary is crucial for being able to decipher the meanings of words as you read. I have two favorite curricula for teaching vocabulary. The first is called English from the Roots Up. Good for grades four all the way through high school. It's based on the simple principle that a great number of our important words in the English language come from a fairly small group of Latin and Greek root words. There are two volumes in this series, and each one presents a hundred root words with their meanings and origins. So take as an example the Greek root word tele, T-E-L-E, which means distant or far away. If you add tele to other words, you can get telephone, telegraph, telephoto, telescope. If you didn't know the meaning, for example, of the word telephoto, you could guess it pretty easily because you'd know that tele means far or distant. And photo is obviously some kind of photo, so tele telephoto would have something to do with a picture and a distance, which is pretty much exactly what a telephoto lens does. Similarly, the Latin root therm means heat. And from that, we get words such as thermal, thermos, thermometer, thermostat. So again, anytime your child sees therm in a word, perhaps hypothermic, he'll be able to get a good sense of the word's general meaning. I especially like this approach to vocabulary because it makes it fun deciphering words that come up in different situations. For example, when your child sees the term equilateral in math about triangles, he'll remember that the root equi means equal and lattice means side. So he can guess the meaning equal sides. To use this book, I had my kids make a flashcard for each root. On the front, they'd write the root and whether it was Greek or Latin. And then on the back, they'd write the definition as well as three to five words that contain that root. If they learned just three roots a week, by the end of the school year, they'd have a hundred flashcards for future vocabulary needs and drills. You can buy English from the Roots Up on Amazon, but it's rather expensive, about $45. So I'd recommend buying it used, either on eBay or Thrift Books or Abe Books, A-B-E, Abe Books. My other favorite curriculum for vocabulary is the Wordly Wise 3000 series. Again, I'd call it the Saxon equivalent of vocabulary. It covers grades K to 12. It's very thorough and repetitious and pretty challenging, so double check before you choose a grade level. Each chapter presents 10 to 15 vocabulary words, followed by four or five different types of exercises for your child to become familiar with the word, its usage in different contexts, its various meanings. The exercises include definitions, proper usage, 
word origins, prefixes and suffixes, synonyms and antonyms, and so on. Your students will really have to have a complete understanding of the meanings to complete the activities. The third tool in language arts that I review here is comprehension. And my favorite program for this is the Reading Detective workbook series for grades three to eight or even older. It's challenging but also fun with short reading excerpts followed by questions that really make your child think critically about what he just read. Best of all, the reading selections are really varied. There's something in these books for everyone to love. In one volume, there's selections from The Jungle Book, An Island of the Blue Dolphins. There's a fictional letter from a gold rush miner. There's a retelling of Little Red Riding Hood from the wolf's perspective. A skateboarding story, a mystery about a missing diamond, and so on. Students read and answer questions that make them think really carefully about each passage. They'll be asked about the main idea and maybe to predict what happens next based on clues in the selection. They'll learn to distinguish cause and effect, also fact versus opinion. Even on the simpler questions, your child has to provide evidence for his answer by indicating the sentences in the passage that best support his choice. This forces him to slow down and read carefully, which is important for children who tend to want to skim a reading selection and guess at multiple choice questions. So there you have it, some of my top go-to language arts products. I hope this was helpful to you. Each book I mentioned today is available through christianbook.com with the exception of the Latin Greek root book, which I suggested you buy used. I'll list the links to each product in the show notes. So thank you for listening today. I'm so grateful for each one of my listeners. You are what makes me want to keep doing this. If you wouldn't mind, please take a moment to leave me a quick review. I'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to recommend this podcast to your friends.